Hey guys, welcome to Real Nonsense. We're a group of teens just trying to live our lives and honestly trying to learn more about everyday phenomena. In this podcast, we want to deep dive into the topics that affect not only our lives, but also the lives of anyone both in and out of our age group. Now that we said all that real stuff, let's get into the nonsense aspect of it. So to start this one off, um, like we have finals week next week, and so we kind of just like wanted to touch on the stress that finals week brings us um, because it is like very overwhelming. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Especially yeah. as juniors, we have so much stress on top of us because this is the most important year yeah. on us at the moment. And the teachers have basically drilled that into our heads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ever since been, freshman year, it's yeah. been like yeah. junior year. And all the upperclassmen, every time we hear them say, we're like, they're all like, oh, junior year, junior year. No, the fact and then now the it's here, and it's too. like, like no, today. today. Yeah, we took a test literally one our week from our final. Our three days. Yeah. Terrible. I can't believe this bullcrap. crap. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, the That's teachers, us. yeah, they love drilling that into our heads. And then, like, with the thought of like college apps and I mean I know they're not till next year but like yeah. so many people have been talking to us about like college visits and mm-hmm. stuff yeah and then we have like the colleges that come like to our school like yeah, do lunch and those those like college talks or yeah like, college visits I don't know what I went to a couple of those they're not really no. they're kind of not that useful really yeah they give you a pamphlet but everything is on their website I was gonna go to a few but then I never like and I ended up like never signing up for them so I never went <laughs> but I know it's um, I know it's better if you actually go onto the on-site one yeah because you get to experience yeah. it mm-hmm. and that's what a lot of people promote that's why a lot of people like try and go and get that yeah. planned absent form because mm-hmm. in our school we do plan absent forms so we can go to college visits that's nice at least but yeah oh my gosh just the thought of like Having, what is it? I think I have like five or six finals next week. Mm, and yeah. like, I cannot like get my head around that because um, in one week, but I do like that we get to leave early, like for silence. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Nice. But oh my gosh, I'm so stressed for that. And then like on top of work, and like I love this podcast so dearly, but, like on top <laughs> of this, and then like, oh my gosh. And it's just that, like life obligations because it's not just school it's everything else so yeah. I get home super late too and then it can only start at like nine o'clock and it's horrible oh yeah like um on monday i got home at eight on tuesday i got home or no tuesday i was sick and then wednesday i got home at nine and then on thursday i also got home at eight and no i got home at eight thirty. but yeah like yeah. So this week has been stressful and then next week's gonna be stressful Next week is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be mad. I feel like the whole environment of our school, too, it just kind of changes in that mm-hmm. whole week. Everybody's so serious. I know. And by the end of the week, we're you know, all just like. What I remember is my freshman year, my bio teacher, our bio teacher, mm-hmm. was like, you should look at these upperclassmen. They're always, like, in the hallway with flashcards. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You should you should be like that. And uh-huh. I was just like, I do not want to be an upperclassman yet. I remember. Here I am. Yeah, I remember like whenever we first came to school and they would mention this a lot. They would always be like, um, whenever you walk into the school during, especially, especially during like finals week or when there's a big test coming up, you'll see everybody studying. And I was like, whatever. But now like. You see it. You see it. Experience. Like when we walk in in the morning, and like today, everybody was upstairs in that lounge area, and they were studying. Studying. Everybody was studying, and I was just like, "Wow, yeah." 
And I, I was never the type of person to do my homework or anything during lunch. And it has gotten to that point. Or studying us. during lunch. Yeah. I can't believe Every I single person level, has yeah. done it by now. Mm-hmm. I would say every single person has done it by now. Mm-hmm. I'll probably say. Yeah. Everybody has <laughs> exactly. done it. <laughs> yeah, I can. Oh my gosh. I literally. I hate doing homework during my lunch, but like I get here like super early. Uh, like not like super early. I get here like. 7 20 7 30 and like i still have to do all my homework in the morning like not all my homework but i I have like i'm doing homework that whole hour and i'm also doing homework all throughout lunch and like or not all throughout lunch but like you know throughout lunch and it's so just overwhelming in general because like by the time i get home from work um because like i i'm in a cold pool because i teach like little kids how to swim but i'm in a cold pool for two hours and then i live like 40 minutes away from where i work and so once I get home, I am exhausted because I have yeah. to I have to wash the chlorine, like you know, wash my hair because yeah. I have chlorine in it. And then I still have to eat dinner, and then I still have my work to do. But I'm so tired once I get home, and it is so like um, it's just so stressful. I mean, I love my job, but it is so swimming stressful. is exhausting too. Oh yeah, yeah. just like it, being in a pool is exhausting. Mm-hmm. After a while, it gets really exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially for me, like I work out, mm-hmm. so this whole week I have not gone. Because mm-hmm. I've been studying. It's like, yeah. it's just, I just can't. Yeah. And then my parents, I also, and the one smart thing I do with my parents, <laughs> let me tell you, I tell them, December, do not bother me. Yeah. Do yeah. not. Yeah. December slash, like, April, May, do no, not mess with me. Because, you don't, yeah. And so, whenever I'm, like, really, like, grinding on my homework, they'll just come in my room and they'll open the door really, like, slowly mm-hmm. and just, like, my dinner there. Like, oh, they're like you, like, you do you. And yeah. then I'm like so stressed out. Like, do not snap at me, Margie. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I promise. They <laughs> get really scared of me and I'm like, I'm not even that mean. Yeah. And like it's also speech se- like um we're kind of like in the little bit of off season for speech season, but then um like it starts back up and like I really do like speech season, but part of like what I'm talking about is sexual assault and so it's just really I don't know like I I do like relatively well in speech like not to brag but I think this is the meat but I, I have a lot of fun with it but it's also just like such uh like heavy topic heavy to talk topic. about yeah and like especially like in my like I've I've been in that position so it's like it like brings up you know it's like heavy for me and it's mm-hmm. like it makes it more difficult, like, whenever, I mean, um, whenever I practice my speech, like, you know, um, we kind of, like, I kind of, you know, mention it, and, like, last year, my speech was, like, completely focused on sexual assault, um, this year, it's, like, it's, like, kind of woven through my speech, mm-hmm. but, um, like, just on, on those, like, um, practice days, and, like, on those days, like, where I have meets, and then I perform that speech, I perform it four times, um, whenever we have those meets, and, like, I really do truly, like, love talking about, like, in terms of awareness, but it's also just, like, really hard being, like, because every time I, like, talk about it, I'm, like, brought back to that place. Yeah. And, like, brought back to that day. And it's just, like, I don't know. That's, like, another thing that's been, like, you know, the past two speech seasons, like, even though I really do love it, it's just been, like, really difficult to, like, you know, deliver my speech each time. Speaking about that, today's topic is sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to talk about certain experiences and get awareness towards this. 
and talk about how we can help others mm -hmm. and how everybody has a voice. Yeah. And that sort of area. <laughs> and our host today is Kaylee Kramer. Yay. 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 <laughs> well, thank you for watching. So we kind of wanted to start the conversation with talking about like whether we've known anyone who's experienced this and like if you have just kind of how that affected them. So me personally, I haven't known anyone, but I know that um, many people like whenever they like something like this does happen to them, um, they kind of keep it to themselves and don't really think like the last they they don't really want to share it obviously because it's such a like a bad experience right. that they've had and um i feel like they should know that there's people out there for them and that um it, it will be hard to tell people obviously because it's such a bad experience and um it will be hard at first but if you get out if you tell someone as like Everybody has, like, you have your voice. If you find your voice, you um, voice this thing that has happened to you, then um, that's how you will, like... Like, you can get help. Support, you basically. Support. Yeah, yeah, you will find someone, and it will... That will... I mean, not... It can never be, like, the pain that came from it or, like, the trauma that came from it can never be eased. But there will be some comfort that will be provided to you with a support system or something like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of it, too, is just like, I mean, for me, I just felt like it was just embarrassing, honestly. Like, that's how, yeah. I, like, that's how I viewed it. Because, like, I, I was with my friends. Like, they didn't see it happen, obviously. But, like, whenever, like, after it happened, I, I knew, like, that something wrong happened. But, like, I was 14, and, like, my brain did not, like, I didn't really completely grasp, like, what it was. Mm -hmm. And then whenever, like, I thought about it and I, like, processed it, which took me a while, but I, I was embarrassed to tell my friends. Like, I, yeah. I didn't, because, like, I I was in a relationship with him. Like, I didn't want to tell anyone. Because yeah. um, then that was, like, I don't know, admitting that I was that naive or I was that, like, I don't know, stupid to ever you know, do that or, like, stay in that, which, like, I shouldn't have stayed, obviously. But, like, I don't know. It's just, like, embarrassing to admit that your intuition was wrong or that, like, you trusted this person when you should have known that you shouldn't have trusted them. And, like, I feel like that's a hard part of it, too. Just, like, even if you know people will accept you, just admitting that, like, it feels like you made a mistake on your part forever, like, putting yourself in that position. When, like, even though it's not your fault, like, there's nothing you could have done, like, they they chose to do that thing it's just hard to like convince yourself that that's true I guess yeah yeah and I can personally I can never imagine going through something like that yeah because I know I've never been sexually assaulted but I do realize like I have been harassed mm. as, a, as a girl like even if you walk down the street somebody can just like whistle at you and you won't yeah. really realize their underlining meaning or their underlining intention yeah. behind that little whistle or for me, I got um, one experience was I was um, at a laundromat, like I was a younger, younger little girl. I think I was like 14. And 
my dad had gone outside to his car to take a phone call and I was I was with I, I, I stayed inside mm-hmm. and I was with my baby sister and just I was just sitting there on my phone and I was playing with her and she was inside of a um a funny thing <laughs> she was inside of a what are those things called like the laundry basket Baskets. she was inside of them I and I was just playing with her and then all of a sudden like this like 19 year old male just walked up to me and started having conversation and he had realized that I was Hispanic so he was talking to me in Spanish and I got oh. really, you know, like that heart in yeah. face. Yeah. You're like, something's wrong. Something's going, something's wrong. And I, and then he just was like, give me your number. Give me your number. And he kept getting closer and then closer yeah. and closer. And then I just grabbed my baby sister because I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm with my baby sister. So I understand that I'm in danger. But like, I wasn't really processing me as a person. I was just processing my baby sister at that yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. And he just kept going, and I'm like, he asked me, like, how old are you? And I was like, I'm like 14, like, mm-hmm. leave me alone. And this happened all in Spanish. Yeah. So basically, in the Spanish culture, this sort of stuff, like sexual assault, this whole area is just kind of like overseen, mm-hmm. basically. And basically, I was just getting hit on. In his eyes, I was just getting hit on. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't see it like that. And I started freaking out. And then eventually he just like moved away. And I'm calling my dad. And I'm, and I'm freaking out. And that whole day, I just, I was, I it's all you think about. Yeah. You yeah. Just, that's the thing that just overcomes you. Yeah. Like your breathing, your heartbeat, your rage, like everything just kind of went over me. And I just couldn't really grasp what was going on. I didn't understand it. And I think a lot of girls just, once something happens, a sexual assault or you rape or harassment you don't really understand at that moment or even throughout a whole week or how long it takes you're not really understanding what just happened to you yeah and the fear that just got inside of you like what took over you like most girls don't understand that and some don't and that's why i think that's why a lot of people are scared mm-hmm. to even speak up to break that wall that they have built yeah. around themselves like they're just not understanding how this is a real thing and this is something that you need to talk about something mm-hmm. that you can't just keep inside because eventually that would consume you you would get depression like that day like i was just with my dad and i was i can't and there's so many moments as girls that you experience harassment and just and then eventually like you start like getting scared of even being around a male yeah, it's like you get that pit in your stomach after a point, and it's like you feel awkward. And I just, yeah. you just have to, I feel personally, speak up. And even like however long it takes you to actually accept what happened and process what happened in that moment, just say it. Even if you don't understand what happened to you, yeah, tell someone. Because you may not process it as something serious at that moment, because I didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, all I was processing was like, my baby sister. But I wasn't processing what ha- was happening to me. Like, yeah. I was getting harassed. Yeah. But I just said it to my dad. I was like, this happened. 
and he knew it was something bad and he took some sort of action basically yeah and so telling someone what has happened to you even if you have not processed it fully will help you in a sense i feel like that also helps like not because like it's just there's i mean obviously like we understand that sexual assault is bad like duh Mm -hmm. but i feel like with sexual harassment it gets like a little more cloudy like people you know question like there's it's a lot more of a gray line i feel Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. because like um, I know, like, with me and my friend one time, um, she, like, absolutely loves Logan's Roadhouse. God knows why. I mean, it's very good. <laughs> but, like, that is, like, her favorite restaurant, like, ever. And, like, in um, all respect to Logan's, but there are, like, you know, there are a good amount of, like, older people who come. And, like, these older men walked in one day, and then they were, like, oh, so they've got good food and good women. And, like, we're looking at us. Mm. I'm, like, like that's, that's just weird. It's, like, it's yeah. just and it's more that one's like more of a gray line like you know they weren't like they didn't keep talking to us but like these are obviously older men and we are I've obviously heard younger girls like that like people working at certain restaurants mm-hmm. and um they've told like they've talked about it to me before yeah and they're like oh these people came in and they were very like they're just persistent yeah they're just they say things that they know are borderline. Yeah. Because they know that you're not going to, like, do Obviously, anything. Like, yeah. you work there, and, like, you're not going to try can't to make a scene. Basically, yeah. Because, like, yeah. it's Cause your you place work, work there, so it's your work it's environment like, and stuff like that. They they say comments like those because technically we can't really do something about it. Yeah, right? in because that environment. It, in, yeah. Because, like, how Kaylee said, it's such a gray line that we're not getting physically hurt when mm. they say that. But we know that we are getting harassed, but we're like, we can't really like call nine one one and say like this dude is had just said something to me, yeah, you know, and versus like rape for example or sexual assault, yeah, you you can physically say something and say like this happened to me, whereas sexual assault sexual harassment sorry is such a gray it has line. a gray area yeah gray area. But, like, with things like that, it just completely, I would say, like, for me at least, it's, like, completely reshaped the way that I think or the way that I view myself. Like, a lot of the reason that I came to this school, like, was because of people I had in middle school. I mean, like, I was in um, a class. We had twice as many guys as we did girls. And it was just, it was brutal. It was very, like, it was, it was so much. And, like, I Oh my gosh. Like guys would just they they were just a lot. And like whenever what was I? I was it was thirteen I was fourteen and this guy told me, um, like he was my guy best friend at the time and like he told me that he would be the only person to ever see me as more than a body. And then like that that stuff like stays in your head. Mm-hmm. Like it just I don't know, like it just doesn't like whenever all that stuff like just, you hear it all the time or like you just hear like little comments say like once a month or like however often hopefully not that often but like no matter how many you hear it stays in your head and like it completely like it's changed like it's affected like the way that I like view my body and the way that I view my mind and like that I should apply myself and I mean I want to apply myself anyway but like it started out like I was not doing it for the right reasons I was doing it to prove to myself that yeah like I am more than a body and like that's what I can be and like that you know 
Um, but it's just like exhausting that that's the way that it started, that I like was trying to prove to this person who I, I don't even talk to. I haven't spoken to him in like a, a long time, like, yeah. you know, um, and like, dear God, like I also like forgave him and then he like, you know, continued to just like bring, like, you know, bring my mental state like in that aspect, like so down and like, it just, I'm doing like good things now, like with, you know, what I have, like I'm applying myself in other things, but it did not start out, start out for the right reasons. Like it was completely because I just like wanted to prove to myself that like I could be more than that. Yeah. And I think it's, I think re restructuring your, your memory and your like way of thinking about yourself. I think that is a bit difficult and it must've took you so long to actually do that because you as a person you may go through through like events like these and trying to heal from that and doing all the healing process society does not help no especially like dress codes or ways people try to blame the person that had just went through all of that and like the thing about that is it's never the victim's fault no matter what kind of situation um or the context could be like i know in school a lot of the times the way teachers can um focus so much on like a lot of the girls i see in our class like the way they focus in on it and make it seem like it's such a horrible crime to be dressing and just like even like not even like just like a midriff is like supposed to be like the most horrible thing that they like People yeah. need to cover up. People need to feel ashamed of themselves. I I know sometimes like teachers like can't control themselves in a way. Yeah, and it, it's really derogatory, and it makes them feel so much worse. And it it feeds this idea that women are nothing more than just bodies. That that's what the people are looking for and obsessing over. And it it and, can be difficult. Yeah, mm-hmm. most people don't understand or don't know if somebody just went through an event like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so. Like a teacher or Mm -hmm. an individual just drilling those comments inside of their head. Especially like an authority figure, like a teacher or an adult. Like whenever someone like that. Yeah. Yeah. We have to understand that. We understand where most institutes or organizations or just any place or even like individuals across the street when they're like, hey, you're pretty. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like. You have to understand we dress for ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. As women, we dress for ourselves. And even males, they dress for themselves. Yeah. And if it bothers someone on how we dress, that's really that's unfortunate. No one's fault but for them. Pretty yeah. much. But that's all I'm saying. I feel like the biggest thing, like whenever teachers like um like really hit on the, like the term like the phrase like respect yourselves mm-hmm. yeah there because was sometimes like, when teachers like pull aside the yeah. girls and speak to just them yeah. about the dress code i know that's happened like well like before. whenever we started out like way back forever ago like we didn't have like actual clothes like that this is like a new th- like you know i mean i know it's like the societal norm and stuff but like a person can respect themselves like just the same in a swimsuit as they can completely covered mm-hmm. and like it i feel like clothes shouldn't determine the respect you have for yourself no, yeah. just, you can respect yourself even by the way you talk about yourself yeah, yeah. You talk about other people or the knowledge you have behind them yeah everything mm-hmm. yeah because like if i'm seeing like a girl who's like you know hardly like she's wearing like really skimpy clothes yeah and like she's you know saying amazing things about herself compared to a girl who's like completely covered but like you know thinks so lowly of herself yeah. and like is making you know poor decisions for herself then like 
you know, I mean, I feel like the former is like I would say that she respects herself more. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like that's just, you know, like it, I feel like it really doesn't reflect how much respect you have for yourself. I feel like clothes are just a reflection of like the you know the way that you want to express yourself mm, like a self-expression thing it's not i don't see how people can try to connect it to someone's self-worth or like their self-respect like it doesn't feel like that kind of idea just feels so primitive mm-hmm. yeah I, that's another thing like it was just like whenever i was like thinking about telling people or like whenever i was processing it like i was wearing a swimsuit at the time like we were at a lake party and like I just, I kind of, I thought about that. I was like, what if people talk about like what I was wearing? What if people like blame it on that? And like, I, I just did not want to think about that possibility. And like, I, you know, because I mean, like the, the person who did it, like it would have happened eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like we were in a relationship, like he, you know, there would have been some sort of place, you know, like where we would have been together and that could have happened. Like, there was nothing I could have done about that, whether I was wearing a swimsuit or not. Like, there was nothing, you know. Yeah. And, like, I feel like with, you know, the emphasis on, like, well, what was she wearing? What was she wearing? If she was wearing something else, and maybe this wouldn't have happened. Like, that, you know, that also was one of the things that hindered me from, like, wanting to tell people because I didn't want to admit that, like, you know, maybe it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't at this, like, lake party or, like, if we weren't, you know. And I feel like society really drove that into our heads. Yeah. That what we were wearing in that instant was or how we cause. were acting or how they were acting. Yeah. Or even if like we that. Were, even if a female is being flirtatious, even if a male is being flirtatious, it doesn't mean that they're asking for that. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't mean that we want that. Mm-hmm. You know, like we can wear whatever we want. You, we respect ourselves enough, and it's not. It's not what we like what we wore is not the fault it's not the cause of that basically mm-hmm. and i feel like society really drills that into our heads yeah i'm like and the like things of oh she was asking for it like oh she was mm-hmm. you know and like even with insinuations like even if you get like the vibe that someone like wants to do something consent is only like can a lot of people think that like the consent like that consent is like the absence of a no but like it is only the presence of a yes yeah mm-hmm. like it's only whenever someone like verbally says yes like it's not whenever very well worded thank you yeah just, just wanted to say that okay. i probably read it on instagram but <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm gonna be honest but like i don't know like it's just annoying whenever like because like consent shouldn't be like a gray area it yeah. shouldn't yeah. be one of those things that like is you know something that's debated either they said yes or they, they didn't no. yeah well, not even they didn't say yes. Yeah. Or did you like did you ask questions? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. But I feel like it doesn't only attack females. Males can fix it. Yeah, yeah. Too. Males can go through this too. And I feel like personally, or just from what I've read online online or from what I've seen on the news, or like even on Instagram. A lot of males are scared to speak up because it goes against yeah. the whole personality that they have portrayed. Like the image of a man yeah. in oh, society. Yeah. And that's why, like, so many, we hear about so many less cases of males going, like, being the victims because, um, as Margie said, they're just, like, not, they maybe don't feel comfortable about reporting it because they're just so, they, they pay attention. They're just so like not 
if you like oh maybe that's yeah for men it's like that. embarrassing too mm-hmm. yeah like um do you guys know who terry cruz is yeah, yes. Name, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you would recognize him if you saw yes, the show. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So, um, I talked about this last year in my speech, but like, um, he's experienced sexual assault, and mm-hmm. he was speaking out, um, about it, like how it does happen to men, and like yeah. he's he's a pretty buff guy, and like a lot of people also, you know, have the idea that like, oh, it would never happen to someone like this, or like, you know, it can literally happen to anyone, and for him, like, it was just very sudden, um. Like, I think he was at, like, some sort of party, um, or, like, you know, like, event. Mm-hmm. And, like, he also has a wife. And, um, like, a man sexually assaulted him. And, like, he, you know, he was talking about how, like, it's really hard to talk about. And a lot of it, too, like, for sexual assault against guys, or just, like, in, with people in general. But I feel like girls, they usually um, choose, like, a different form of bullying. But, like, have you guys seen 13 Reasons Why? Yes. yes. Yeah, yes. like, with Tyler. Um like guys they were sexually assaulting him mm-hmm. as a form of bullying and like yeah which, i mean it's so sick and sadistic to mm-hmm. sexually assault anyone obviously but like i feel like guys can also use it as a form of bullying like not as a form of like their own like sexual pleasure it's more just like feeling like they're above that person. in a way yes. yeah it's very much a power grab mm-hmm. and like it's just it's such a tough scene to watch but yeah I like. I'm thankful for the show, like for t- like you know bringing. Attention it's brought to that. a lot of attention to a lot of different topics. I feel like so like. Yeah, but like, I just like I don't know. Not that it would, like I'm not saying it makes it easier for guys to talk about it, but it also like. Opens that window. And yeah, it tells people that, that like it doesn't just happen, in terms of like for sexual pleasure. Oh yeah. Because like. This was a thing that, like, they did that to him not for, you know, that intent. Like, they could very, like, you know, it was, like, a very intense scene. I mean, like, anything with sexual assault would be. But, like, that it's more than just a thing about sex. It's also just, like, a thing about power. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can't, like, you know, for it happening to girls and to guys. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine how guys would go through that. I can't imagine how anybody would go through yeah. that. But for guys, it's just nobody ever speaks up and I feel like we have our society has to break that norm. And slowly our generation has gotten a lot better with certain topics. And just talking op- about mm-hmm. it, opening up about it. Yeah. Well I was talking to one of my friends the other week and like um, he was telling me, like, you know, he was hanging out with this girl, and, like, um, she, w- like, started, you know, like, making a move on him, uh-huh. and he was asking her to stop, and then she just kept doing it, mm-hmm. and then he just asked, like, you know, he was asking her to stop, and, you know, I was like, you you know that that, like, I just told him, you know, outright, I was like, you know what, like, that is, right, like, I told him, I was like, you know, you were sexually assaulted. And then he was like, no, I wasn't. And then I was like, what What do you mean? Like, why, you know, because he genuinely, like, was like, no, I wasn't. Yeah. And then he was like, because she's a girl and, like, I'm a guy. Like, that was genuinely what yeah. he believed. And then I I was like, dude, you know, like, that, that's not how that works. Yeah. And then I, like, put it into, like, perspective for him. I was like, what if I told you that? Like, what if I told you that a guy did that to me? And then he was like, oh, I would find him. And I, you know, he was, he was like, I would, you know, 
Yeah. I don't want to say something. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I would do something about it. Like I would be very angry. And then I was like, exactly. Like that. That. Yeah. Same thing. It goes vice versa. Yeah. Like you should be angry. Like you should be angry that this happened to you. But like he, it just like didn't click for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I mean, at the time it was like relatively recent. Um, but like it's just it made me so sad for him, but also like very angry for him for how this place has like made it for him to cope. Yeah. Like he hasn't been able to cope. Yeah. He hasn't been given like the information to like on like how to process it because yeah. he's thinking like, oh, like only guys sexually assault girls. Like it could yeah. never happen. Yeah, to and that like stereotype of like only this only happens to girls by guys. Like that is like Yeah, like the very basic yeah. I mean like yes, it's more common like one in six women, yeah. one in thirty three men are sexually assaulted. Which or like one in thirty three is still so staggering. It still is, yeah. Like that's that's still yeah like way higher a number than it should ever be. Mm-hmm. And like he didn't even like I just I wanted to cry because like he didn't even like know how Acknowledge to yeah, like, that, that had happened. Yeah. Yeah. They don't recognize yeah. what is occurring at that moment. Yes. They're stereotyped. Stereotypically, it's just males and males exactly. doing it to females. And it's that, like, also that guys should, like, always want that. Like, guys should always be, like, willing to, you know, be in that situation, like, you know, in, like, a sexual situation. Like, they should always want that. They should always be, like, I don't want to say ready for that, but, like, that they should always enjoy that. Whenever that's, like, not the case at all, like, guys have just the same right to say no or to not say yes as anyone else. And it's just, like, frustrating that guys, because, like, I was um, talking with, like, another one of my guy friends, and, like, um, I forgot, like, exactly, like, what we were talking about, but, um, like, he was, like, yeah, guys are just, like, always supposed to be, like, down for that kind of stuff. Like, he, he like, it wasn't even in the question. Like, he was, like, yeah, of course, like, duh. I'm, like, no, that's not, that's yeah. not really how that works. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess, like, they're going through puberty later, so their, their hormones are going to be more elevated, but, like, that doesn't mean that, you know, Every guy always needs to like be in that mindset. Yeah. I hope that they're not, because when that gets a little shallow. <laughs> but like I don't know, it was just yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, also, when people do talk out, I've had a person talk to me about it, and um, this is like years after it happened. To me. I just realized, like I remembered this situation happening, and it was years after this happened to her. Um, but she, I realized, like, I went back, and I just realized, like, her whole life, and then I realized afterwards, she had been in not a good state, and nobody realized that, because she hadn't, you know, voiced it, but, like, you can see the change that it brought into her life, obviously, and um, with that, like, now, you know, she's told me about it, I know about it, Um it's and she's grown from it like it's been years so she's she's grown from it now and she understands it but she 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 sometimes tells me she's like every time i just like just something even close to that like every time either i it just comes up you know sometimes and it's hard to just let it go you can never let it go it just comes up and every time it comes up it just kind of brings that whole scenario and that whole like feeling back and the pit in the stomach and the racing heartbeat and it's like 
realizing what is actually happening happening to you even if you don't realize in the moment the aftershock of it it's like oh exactly. this happened to me you know that type of thing so and the mental that, health yeah. issues that come from all of that yeah because yeah one event that can arise so, many so much yeah it's like never something that goes away no like anytime i like see like the car that like his family had like i I think about it. Anytime I see, like, the sports team that his family followed, like, I think about it because he had, like, so much, like, so yeah. many clothes that, like, you know, had that thing. And, like, um, I've seen, like, his mom in public. I've seen his grandma in public. And, like, they don't know. So, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, like, I saw I saw his mom and grandma in Walmart one day. And, like, this was over the summer. And, um, like, they, you know, they were like, hi, Kaylee. Like, how have you been? And, like, stuff like that. Like, they were talking to me. But, like, I, I couldn't, like, I was feeling so overwhelmed. I was feeling so claustrophobic. Yeah. Like, it's, and, like, I know, like, it's not their fault or whatever. Yeah. But, like, it's just, it never. It brings you back into that moment. Exactly. Like, it never goes away. And, like, the first time that I saw him, like, since, it, like, you know, from when it happened, the first time I saw him, like, was the following October. And, like, whenever I saw him, like, I remember exactly where I was. Like, I was walking downstairs, and, like, he was um, walking, like, the stairs were, like, zigzag. And, like, I remember exactly where I was, exactly where he was. And, like, I remember what he was wearing. And I, like, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't leave. And, like, yeah. it's just so, I don't know. Like, it's just a lot. Because, like. And, like, that's why it's so important that people who experience this kind of thing, like, they, it's really important that they find someone who they trust who is, like, an adult or something in their life who they can turn to and they can ask for help and guidance and stuff and eventually if not already they can um, seek professional help because like um something is serious and like something is so deeply like it affects you to such a core part of you that yeah. you need to be able to like be helped and be treated and be like cared for because um it just you can't fight it alone. Yeah, it's such a big thing. There's no way that you can fight it alone. It's something that you really need to um, make sure that you find someone or a group Especially of people. Trauma can get to such a deep level that it can end up physically hurting you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can get an addiction to drugs or you can have in depression or you can become Physically, suicidal. mentally. Yeah. yeah. And I feel, I personally feel like that before things get to that level speak up and talk to someone seek help and as we just clarified it may be embarrassing at, at first it may be hard to talk talk about or it may even like you haven't even processed it yet mm -hmm. or you haven't acknowledged that that happened to you but speak about it talk about it because eventually it will get worse and instead of getting it worse, like, just get help. Yeah, like, with what Margie said, honestly, like, if something happens, just tell someone. Like, whether you know what it is, whether you don't, like, it doesn't really, like, if, if there's an off vibe, just tell someone. Because there's so many, like, worse things that could happen if you don't tell someone compared to if you do. Because even if you think that, like, you know, your friends might, however you think they'll react it's probably worse than how they will actually react yeah mm -hmm. because like whenever whenever i told my friends they were like awesome about it i mean you know like i pick awesome friends so like why wouldn't they be but um not to brag but honestly like just the more you talk about it the more 
you can heal from it because you need to you need to admit to yourself that it happened you have to address it yeah you have to be honest with yourself like with what it was and you have to make sure that you like if you can because i know not everyone can but if you're fortunate enough to be able to remove that person that you remove that person from your life because like i didn't keep that or i kept that person in my life not good um and like just make sure that like you need to choose yourself over like whenever something like that happens you you just have to choose yourself like if you need to take a break from other people just in general for yourself you have to make that decision for yourself even if it's hard it like if you get to a point like where you need to talk to someone obviously talk to someone but like you just have to be a little selfish in that because it's it's a lot of just emotional like you it, a lot of it is taken from you and you just have to make sure that, like, you have to choose yourself you because... You have to yourself first. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. because that kind of thing was taken from you. And, on, like, we're going to have um, a number, like, in our description. So if you guys ever feel like you do need to talk to someone about that, please. And, like, with Google searches, like, there, like, there are yeah. way more resources than, you know, just what like the number in the description but like please just find something talk to someone talk to people just talk about it if you can if you can't talk about it yet write write everything down just get it out in a way that will help you heal yeah and just find things that will help you heal mm-hmm. and know that like it is it is never your fault and that you know it there's only going up from that place and then I also want to highlight that we are teenagers speaking about this. So therefore, don't rely on us to know everything. Yeah. And don't rely on us to be the smartest individuals about this topic. And if you need to research further, we'll have a link in the description for you to research about this topic even further yeah. if that interests you. More or, resources. Or any resources. And we just wanted to voice our 16, 17-year-old self and our stand and how we see this and get the voice to other teens, to other individuals who may not know much, mm-hmm. but may want find to know themselves more. in uh-huh. this situation, possibly. Mm-hmm. We want to guide you guys yeah. into the right area and not into this whole whole social media that has gone around and have put different pressures, different norms or different ideologies. Yeah. We want to open your eyes and see that there are serious topics that we as teens are somewhat involved in. Mm -hmm. We still see it. We still have eyes. We still have ears. And we still know that this is going on. We may not know all of it. And but at what we're trying to say is everybody has a voice and yeah. we want you guys as the audience to have a voice. And with that, we thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. You guys want to say hi to the podcast? Yes. Okay, here. Say hi. Hi, podcast. Hi. Hi. <laughs> That's Jay. She's back. <laughs>